Hello and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D actual play podcast. I'm joined today by... Jeffrey! (laughs) (laughs) The final goblet! No, this is way too high on the game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, you forgot to say your own name first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay, do you want to go first, Leslie? Or Yeah, to... okay, I thought cool. that's what we were yeah. doing, and then we yes, Joffrey and then... <laughs> showed up. <laughs> there was too big of a pause, I had to. <laughs> Always Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Colton is Ribus Sephora, a bouncing enigmatic hobgoblinic bard. Beautiful. Sounds like deoxyribonucleic acid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> Caden Haywood as Joffrey, the... Goblin fighter who is from Gob London, and he's a fun guy. <laughs> he's a fun guy. <laughs> fun guy confirmed. Self proclaimed. <laughs> it's a picture of Joffrey with fun guy confirmed. <laughs> he's giving a thumbs up. Oh, it should be a pocket shirt with Joffrey coming out of the pocket, giving a thumbs up. You know, like a patch oh, yeah. right above the pocket. And then on tiny? the pocket it says, fun guy confirmed. <laughs> nice. That'd be a fun shirt. Boat right as Ethel Cheese Wheel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cheese <laughs> Wheel. <laughs> That's so much better with the accent. <laughs> Ethel is just the kindest old lady you've ever met, and she is the uh, cook on the ship. Beautiful. Nice. Oh, I love this. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, world fact for this week is we are not playing our normal characters. <laughs> Whoa, uh, This really? is going to be a special uh, one-shot where we follow the goblins aboard the ship while the party is off doing their important things. Mm. There was air quotes around important for those of you listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're always doing important things. Yeah, so this is going to be following the escapades, the shenanigans of those goblins and other creatures aboard the ship. We'll try to keep things tea in Kuwait, but there will be violence. (laughs) Tea in Kuwait is my favorite pastime. (laughs) (laughs) That's an A-plus joke. Tea in Kuwait. Tea tea hits different in Kuwait, guys. I'm telling you. Uh, (laughs) I took a pill in a pizza, but I do tea in Kuwait. (laughs) (laughs) You guys currently are on board the ship docked at the base of Mount Star, like where you went up to the high forest. But if you want to give me like a brief background on who your character is, then that would be great. Vribus is a bard, 10th level bard, who is totally a hobgoblin, and they have a hatred for religion quite a bit, especially churches and authority figures in that realm. Nothing like Ekinem. <laughs> Nothing like Ekinem. No, religion is totally different from politics. <laughs> Those are two different things, Caden. <laughs> they have a rat. They have proficiency in oh. rat. And oh. they have like a little teensy tiny rat that plays the bird pipe while Frivis plays the pan flute. And so they're like a little duo in that That's way. That's so fun. Adorable. What about Joffrey? All right, well, Joffrey... 
He, uh, <laughs> Joffrey was actually homeless for a while. And uh, one day the ship came by and they uh, brought him on because they wanted to do a good deed. So he kind of doesn't really know why he sticks around. He just kind of enjoys the company and it's better than being homeless. So <laughs> he just enjoys his time with uh, hanging out with Kearney and uh, the other goblins. And Wally Willowall, also from Goblondon. And Wally Willowall, of course. <laughs> <laughs> when the council government thing hired everyone onto the ship, they also granted like pardon for criminals and stuff. So you could, like, join the royal army and receive a pardon for your crimes. A number of the crew members aboard the ship are also um, ex-criminals that have been, like, pardoned uh, by the state. Fun facts about Ethel that you might want to know. Ethel makes the best sweet tea you'll ever have. Is Ethel from Kuwait? <laughs> Ethel is not from Kuwait, unfortunately. <laughs> Any relation to Momo? No, no. Ethel's a goblin. Oh, true. <laughs> Ethel is extremely talented at crocheting, and Ethel has served 20 years in prison. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to move right along. What's Ethel's—what uh, are, are Joffrey and Ethel's classes? Oh, yeah, that's important. Ethel's a road. Tracks. <laughs> Joffrey? What's your D&D class? It is a fighter. And canonically, that's because Joffrey used to brawl in the streets for money. <laughs> that's right. Correct. That's what makes him a fighter. He used to be in the fighting ring, or what do you call it, the bet. It's like, uh, whatever, where you bet on people fighting. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing where you that. bet on people fighting. I was going to say like a cockfight, but for humans. <laughs> a cockfight? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my. So while the party is gone, you can tell me what you usually get up to. But some of the standard things would include like going out and getting supplies, replenishing the supplies, going out to just like see the sights and hang out and just enjoying the local culture or just doing nothing and just staying on your ship. I think Ribus says... I, I want to get out and explore the ship. There's this one really interesting road that goes straight up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And it doesn't seem like there's much else interesting in this village, but I could be wrong. Let, let, let's maybe get off the beaten path a little bit. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll uh, I'll join you. I I could use a stretch of my legs, stretching my legs out. What's uh, what, however you say that that damn thing? I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so what we're doing today, boys <laughs> and gals? <laughs> I I think Ribus uh, wants to like sneak into someone's home and just like search around through their clothes for oh fun. Okay. okay. I don't know. Like, get into trouble. Yeah, sure. Take yeah. chances, make mistakes, learn new things. <laughs> As the famous yeah. sage Miss Frizzle once said. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like getting into trouble. I'm down. Oh, I Let's do this. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I'll, I'll follow along, you whippersnappers. <laughs> Ethel, I've never asked. Where are you from? Why do you need to know? <laughs> Well, you got kind of a similar accent as um Momo here on the on the ship. I, I was wondering if you were from the same place by chance. <laughs> you know, I pick up on those patterns quite a bit. I'm pretty good at patterns, you see. <laughs> <laughs> well, very perceptive. I am from the north. Cool. That's cool. You didn't know Momo before coming on this ship, right? 
Have you met everyone on the same side of the continent as you? Uh, I don't know, Joffrey. Did you know Wally Willowall before getting I, on the ship? I did. I did. How big is Goblundon anyway? Oh, it's huge. It's it's <laughs> absolutely massive. Absolute unit of the city. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there is uh, nine million people that live in Goblin. Oh, it's very absolutely <laughs> enormous. Absolute unit of a city. I'll. I'll... Oh, yeah, I just looked myself. up how big London is and just used that same number. Uh, yeah, we'll say that's true. Why not? There's <laughs> just a lot of people. And sorry, Leslie, what was your character's name again? Rivas. Right. Okay. V-R-I-B-Y-S. Wait, V? V. Vribus. Vribus. Okay, oh, cool. Oh. Oh. Interesting. I thought it was Vribus. a fun name. Okay, great. So you uh, deboard the ship and you go, you walk past all the docks, past all the people peddling their wares. Uh, and you make it to the town that's kind of wrapped around the base of Mount Star. And you see plenty of homes to uh, ransack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking for an empty one, maybe like abandoned. Okay. Any mine shafts or... <laughs> Can I do like some sort of investigation roll to see if there's a good one that we can hit up? <laughs> Yeah, sure. So you can make up, like, anybody can make a perception or investigation to see if there's, like, an empty house for you to pillage. I rolled a 16 perception. Anyone following us? No, there's nobody following you. You're just wandering. I only rolled a 9. Okay. The houses look kind of like cookie-cutter houses. It's hard to tell which ones are vacant and which ones are occupied. So, I, I know this is, like, one of our favorite things to do. I know you like doing this a lot, Vibus. <laughs> I was oh, thinking, I was thinking, maybe we shouldn't do this <laughs> anymore. Are you feeling conflicted? Uh, are, are you, are you gonna, you, you gonna tell us? You gonna snitch? Uh, no, 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 I would never, no, I would never do that. I would never, but, um, you Not know, once. I do get like, like those, um, what do you call them? Pangs of guilt. You know, where you realize you're maybe doing something that's not uh, quite ethical. Is that the word? Who's um, to say what ethical is or uh, is not? Good point. Good point. But, um. The gods? I'm the gods for... don't care about us. They died. They abandoned us. Okay. Yep. Fair. <laughs> Carry on. Ethel just like had her hand going back towards one of her daggers and then slowly pulls it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could just do a PvP as, as our about that, session right now. So as you're having this conversation, you're kind of trying to walk towards the more seedy part of town because, you know, every town has a seedy part. <laughs> of course. So naturally, that's where you'd gravitate to if you're looking for, like, more decrepit houses. So as you're heading in that direction, you're walking past an alley and you hear a voice say, Thorn? Is that you? Okay, Ethel immediately drops the cane that the, that she usually has and like puts a knife to whoever just said that name okay ethel you drop your cane spin around and you have a halfling by the throat with a you're like holding them by their hair and you have a knife to their throat but you recognize it immediately as uh draxon bone nose i put down the knife and i go Gosh, Jackson, you almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> it's so good to see you. It's it's been so long. What you been up to? Oh, I've been up to listen to that. What what are you doing all the way? You, out here? I thought you were in for life. What are you doing out? 
Well, I uh, was sent to go take care of a demon portal and uh, it came out the other side. You sold out, did you? <laughs> well, Ooh. look who's oh. not in prison anymore. <laughs> you know what? I can't argue with that. <laughs> you know, you always were the smart one. <laughs> Walk with me. Come on. Let's. How long, how long are you guys here for? We're just passing by. And we're not going to have any qualms about what we see. Now, are we, Joffrey? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Listen here, Joffrey. You can either keep your mouth shut and we'll stay friends, or we can get a little nasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen this side of you, Ethel. <laughs> Ethel just, like, pats your cheeks and goes, I try to keep it hidden, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> That's bloody obvious. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, Draxon leads you along and says, "Why don't you? Why don't you come over to my place for dinner? How's that sound? We can reminisce on old times. You can bring your friends." That sounds absolutely wonderful. Okay, come on. Uh, he takes you to continuing through the seedy neighborhood. Can I roll an insight check on this character? Yeah, I want to sure. know uh, if how shady they're being. Go nothing for it. like kicking them. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five. With a 25, you get a perfect insight into their soul. They are, uh, I'll just tell you who they are. This is Drax and Bone Nose. They are an ex-con. They used to be very quite good at what they do, what they did. But they have since retired and are now quietly living off of their earnings. Earnings is in air quotes again. I need to stop doing that. They're very retired? Yes, you can tell that they're they're out of the game. They're do, a little do, do bit younger than Ethel. Do they want to get Ethel. back in the game? Is my question. <laughs> okay. Um, no, not really. They're they're done. They're they're out of okay. the out of the race. Okay. Um, but they're just maybe down for the count. Huh? Maybe ten years younger than Ethel. So pretty old, <laughs> really old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can tell that they totally neutral, retired, but they have a they have a very storied past. I say, I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. What does this dinner entail? What kind of food will be served? Uh, well, we're, we're just going to have pulled pork sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, you let me whip something up. <laughs> oh, Ethel, why didn't I think of that? Ethel, you make us dinner. <laughs> You're the best. You, we never pass up a chance to try Ethel's cooking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I guess when we get there, Ethel will start uh, getting to work with whatever there is in the pantry. Yeah, so uh, you follow uh, Draxon to their nice little abode. It's cozy, and you see that they have some uh, very cool-looking knickknacks and relics kind of laying around. Ethel and Draxon get to work together making a wonderful dinner. Uh, do you want pulled pork sandwiches? That was just the first thing I could think of. And it, I, I could not think of something else. <laughs> it turns into a very gourmet meal from that, like a full-on like roast, basically. Okay, beautiful. So you sit down and you're having this really lovely meal and it is the best meal you've ever had. Ethel cooks really well on the ship, but they don't quite have the ingredients they need to really like show their artistry. But So you have the best meal you've had in a long time. Uh, and while you're while you're sitting there eating, chatting with Draxon and his family, Draxon leans over to Ethel and says, "Hey, you know, I'm kind of out of the game now, but remember uh, back in our in the in our prime, back in our heyday, Hector Storm Slippers. Storm Slippers. Yeah, he was that that detective that was always on always on our cases. He actually moved here to this island with all of the uh, the commission he made off of capturing us, and he." Uh, he actually died this morning. 
you're telling me that my money is sitting in that dead man's house? Not just your money, but you know some of the some of the things we collected off of our jobs. You know, like the the ring of three wishes you found. He probably has some of that laying around. Ethel looks at Privis and goes, "How would you like to upgrade from uh, going through people's uh, dirty laundry to something a little bit more interesting? More than dirty laundry. <laughs> hey. Oh, there's probably some dirty laundry too. <laughs> Will there be dirty laundry wherever you're you're thinking about? Oh." This man did not know how to wear deodorant. Jackson nods in agreement, like, oh, yeah. Oh, you could smell Rivas, it from a mile away. Uh, <laughs> covers like a little grimace, but then get, gets back into it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Dirty laundry. Just lo- lo- love that. <laughs> love me some dirty laundry. <laughs> love that for you, dearie. <laughs> so Hector leans in again and is like, I, this is such a big score. And I honestly wish I could do, I could come with you but i i really am out of the game and i i have everything i need so i just i i want you to have this apple i know how much this would mean to you to get get some of your stuff back you had some really cool stuff protect your own you've got you've got everything but yeah i'm i'm happy here important thing to note though uh he died this morning they came and took his body away tomorrow they're going to be auctioning off all of his property since he has no one to leave it to so you have to be out of there before the authorities show up to uh repo his stuff. Ethel looks at Joffrey and goes, see? Victimless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very reassured by Grand that. Grand larceny is a victimless crime. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Draxon hands you a map, which I'm sending in the chat. You can all open this map now. <laughs> it's just the clue board. Okay. <laughs> is it uh, actually? Yes. Your map is just going to be a clue board. I figured this would be easier for listeners. Everyone generally yeah, knows clue. I mean, You know what a clue board is. You know what the, the rooms are. So uh, this is the layout of his mansion. So he points you in the direction of uh, where the where the mansion is. And it's at the very top, very close to like one of the like churches or the temples near the top of the thing. Uh, on the way, uh, I ask Ethel, Ethel, what do you know about this detective guy? Did he have any, you know, hobbies or interests outside of detectoring? <laughs> well, outside of detectoring, uh, well, he didn't really have much. That was his whole thing, and he was kind of a pain in the butt about it. He did have one thing. He would go to the bowling alley sometimes. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to help us. The bowling alley. You arrive at the mansion and you see that the church next door is a uh, church and bowl. The <laughs> church and bowl. Bribus is real suspicious of that church. Gives it the a, a good long side eye. Bribus, are you sure you'd be able to go in there? No. Mama always told me not to mix religion and bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Did she really? Yeah, that was like the only thing I remember she told me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember much. (laughs) Can I roll a religion check? What is this church devout to? Uh, You can see on the marquee in front of the church, it says... 16. uh, 16, okay, great. Uh, The marquee says, farewell to our most, to our wealthiest benefactor and biggest patron, Hector Stormslippers. Or whatever I said. Wealthiest benefactor and biggest patron, huh? Yeah. Hector Storm Slippers. <laughs> you know what? This this is very clearly a church of Vorak. <laughs> There's not a lot of rules and it's it's uh fun. <laughs> you walk down the aisle, the bowling aisle, to get married <laughs> in this church. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so you leave, you walk across the street, and you get to uh, Hector's Mansion. You see there's like a beautiful ornate H on the door, and it is just a very nice mansion. Ethel puts a hand on both of your shoulders and goes, Listen, I know I've been on edge. I haven't been the kindest the past hour, but let me make... Oh, really? I didn't notice. <laughs> let me make... Yeah, the... I didn't notice what I've said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh... What I'm trying to say is that this was uh, my earnings, but I'll give you each uh, your fair share of it. We'll split it three ways. Tempting, tempting. Hmm. No, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deal. You open the door, you, lock, you pick the lock, you open the grand double doors, and you walk in, and you see uh, exactly what you'd expect, like a nice, beautiful hall. To your left is a massive six-foot-tall portrait of Hector Stormslippers, looking very classy in his detective outfit. Uh, underneath that, there's like a credenza. This is, uh, Ethel was convicted of multi-international crimes, and so it was not just the, uh... <laughs> of course she was. This is like Interpol detective. <laughs> One of the paintings that Ethel stole is framed, and Ethel's like, how the hell did he get a, get that? <laughs> yeah, so uh, on the other wall, you see the framed painting that was stolen from Ethel, and then there's a little, like, uh, coat closet. You are in the hall, by the way. Uh, can I do a perception check on the coat closet? How sure. dirty are the coats? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, look at that. It's a 22. Wow. 17. Okay, so you open up the coat closet and uh, you see that none of these coats have been washed recently. They're like all pretty filthy. Some of them are like muddy. Some of them are just like soiled and sweaty. And you also, with a 22, not only do you find all of these coats, but you also find a like a cloak with a bunch of patches on it. Ooh. Can I put the cloak on? Yep. Go ahead and add to your inventory a robe of useful items. Ooh, nice. Is there anything else you want to do in the halls? I think I'll just like wear a bunch of the coats. Oh, okay. Like multiple layers? <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go ahead and add one to your AC. Why not? <laughs> we'll say that you have like six coats on and they're all like military grade six. like nice coats you look but you do look like the little brother from a christmas yes right? you are in the hall where do you want to go now you see there's a door in front of you double doors in front of you and we'll say that door to the right is actually just the coat closet so there's a door in front of you Ethel is gonna go into the study stealthily okay so you open the door as you leave the hall um you see that that little middle bit of the clue map those are actually stairs leading up but you turn right and you head into the study uh are you the two of you going with ethel yes but i'm also gonna whisper to ethel Ethel, what i really want to help what do you want me to do well we have to find where the money is stashed and i had a few things i would really like to get this beautiful ring i had back i didn't know okay. i had this ring until we started this one shot <laughs> but now it's very important to me <laughs> 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 or you want me to find that for you? Yeah, if we could find my ring and if we could find any other, I had some very neat magical items. So if we could find any of those, I would be much obliged. <laughs> All right, I'm off. Okay, so let's resolve uh, Ethel's first and then we'll come back to uh, Joffrey's side adventure. So Ethel, you head to the study. Uh, Vribus, are you going with Ethel or are you going with Joffrey? I think I'm going to head to maybe the library. Okay, yeah. 
Great. Okay, so in the study, you open the door and you see that he has like books piled high in his study. Uh, And there's also just like loose pages strewn about everywhere. And it also looks like he has had like temper tantrums in here. So there's like (laughs) a broken, like his desk has like a big like slash in it. And one of his bookcases is smashed. Behind the desk, there's a great sword hanging. And it's like kind of crooked on the wall. And you see that there's like, it looks like it's been used recently. There's like wood still kind of like lodged on it. Oh, you didn't know what to do with yourself after you finally caught me. <laughs> Ethel, you see like a devilish smirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethel uh, takes a, I assume he has like some heavy spirits, like takes a bottle and goes, I'll keep that for myself. <laughs> uh, you see there is one bottle on the desk, but it is empty. It's like on its side and it's empty. Oh, you didn't leave any for poor old Ethel. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want to look at, you said there were like notes and stuff, right? Yeah, there's like papers all over the ground. Uh, Yeah, I think that's what I want to start going through. I also want to see if there's like any hidden compartments or that kind of thing. Feels like that would be in a study. Sure, yeah. Give me So give me a perception roll and I'll tell you what the notes are while you're reading that. So you're looking around and you're looking at some of the pages and you see that there's lots of writing about like, a lot of it's just like gibberish, like you can't really understand quite what he's trying to get at. But he mentions a talking stick a lot, and it just kind of seems like he's going crazy. I got a 21 <laughs> on my perception. <laughs> a okay. Yeah, a talking stick. So with your 21 perception, the bookcase that he broke has had like a little safe on the wall behind it. And so you can see that like the leaning bookcase is kind of half covering the safe, but you can see a little bit of it and you can go get some of your money back. Okay. So I don't, I've like picked the safe. I don't need to like break it open. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just say that we'll go do whatever uh, Ribus <laughs> and Geoffrey are doing. And when we come back, you will have, you will have cracked the safe and gotten uh, your money. Beautiful. How much money would you say it is? I think Ethel was a pretty notorious... Yeah, it seems like this would be a lot of money. Like, even a fraction of it would be a lot of money. Right. I don't want to make it too breaking, but I'm going to say it's at least, like, 100 platinum. Like, it's worth a lot. Great, yeah. So, uh, Hector stole about 200 platinum from... Or, not stole. Hector, like, confiscated... Confiscated? He skimmed off the top of... Yeah, exactly. So, Hector, like, skimmed off about 200 platinum out of whatever Ethel's net worth was at the time. Yeah, the Forgotten Realms are known for their great retirement plans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You see that in the safe, there is about 30 platinum. Ethel wipes a tear from her eye and goes, now that is a sight to behold. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because so you probably had about a thousand platinum stolen. He kept about 200 and there's about 30 in the safe. So that's... That's the story of Ethel. <laughs> of Ethel's well. It is the story of Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So while you're doing all of that, we're going to cut over. We'll start with Joffrey. Joffrey, where are you going? I would say he just kind of goes and tries a bunch of different doors and just kind of snoops around in each of the rooms. Okay, great. So I'll tell you uh, what you see at each of the doors, just like a quick overview of the rooms. You look in the study and you see what I explained to Ethel and you see that Ethel is trying to like pick the lock on the wall. So then you move over to the lounge where you see that there are plates of dirty dishes piled up and probably 50 empty liquor bottles uh, just kind of strewn about everywhere. Uh, And there's also like a there's like a nice bar in there with still like there's still some liquor left. Next, you walk over and you see the dining room. Uh, You open it and it's like it's just super dusty in there. It looks like he hasn't like had anybody over in years like he never used the dining room, the formal dining room. 
In the kitchen, there's just lots of rotten and moldy food. Then you get to the ballroom, and in the ballroom, it's uh, what you'd expect. It's like a beautiful, ornate ballroom. With soccer balls and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Bowling balls. <laughs> yeah, lots Ping of bowling pong. balls in the ballroom. This is not what I was thinking when I, <laughs> when I saw ballroom. And you also notice that there's like a big fireplace, and one of the couches has been like pulled up in front of the fireplace. Uh, has like oh, a pillow and blanket on hazard. it. Counterpoint, Caden. This was probably exactly what Joffrey was thinking when he heard there was a ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was thinking the, a room full of balls, but not what Ethan is describing. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're going with the room full we're of balls. We're going so with the room full like of balls. It has bowling balls and <laughs> oh, soccer balls. Are. Yeah, lots of sports <laughs> balls. That is the ballroom. <laughs> oh, um, my. Yes, this is exactly what he thought. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, but there's like a nice fireplace. It looks kind of just like a nice hangout. Uh, and there's a couch pulled up to the fireplace with like a pillow and blanket. It looks like he's just been sleeping in the ballroom. All right. If my last name was Storm Slippers, where would I hide a ring? Okay. Are you going to examine the ballroom or keep going? Well, you gave a long description of the ballroom, so it's got to be in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Go for it. I mean, I tried to, I put I something in every your room. Metagame, so. Ethan. <laughs> yeah, he'll check the couches in there. Okay. Uh, give me a perception roll. Perception. Uh, very average, 11. Okay, I'll just give you a little bit more details about the ballroom. You walk around and you see all the different sports balls. And you also see that, like, Hugh is not a very clean person. So it, like, smells really bad over by where he was sleeping. And the fireplace, like, hasn't been cleaned up in forever. So it's just, like, there's just a bunch of, like, ash around the fireplace. Um, yeah, and that's, that's what you see. Oh, you also see on top of the fireplace, there's like a like an ornate display box that is open. Okay, look uh, in it. It's empty. Okay. <laughs> so I'll let you try that again, but we're going to go to Vribus. 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 Right now. <laughs> Not Ekinem, Vribus. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to look around the library and like sort of see what's going on there. And then I kind of want to check out the billiards room if I can. So you go into the library and you see that uh, lots of the books are missing. And it just looks like a tornado came through there. Any suspiciously like vertical books that look like they could be levers. <laughs> um, That's suspiciously vertical. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and then the he billiards room. He had to think room. about it, though, Leslie. He had to think about it. <laughs> he did. He did. Okay, so you walk into the billiard room, and this looks like your standard man cave. So you have, like, yeah. mounted heads on the wall. There's, like, a pool table and, like, a shuffleboard table. This man was just very into sports, I guess. The uh, The woodworking stuff was all to, like, make personal pool cues. And he has, like, an ornate display box of all of his pool cues. Can I, like take a pool cue as like a weapon with me? Yes, there's four in there. Give me a roll on a d4. Three! Okay, you grab the third uh, pool cue and you, yeah, you can add a quarter staff to your inventory. I want to try to meet up with my fellow party members that I am so, so attached to. <laughs> Has Ethel finished picking the lock to the safe now? Yeah, so Ekanem walks over the next room over back to the study and sees that Ethel has finished picking the lock and now has 30 platinum. Ethel tosses 10 platinum like <laughs> over her shoulder to Bribus. There's your cut. Oh, de dexterity check to, to catch it? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, sure, sure. I mean, if you miss it, you can just pick it up. So low stakes, but <laughs> well, maybe maybe Brivis gets hit. Okay, by one of them. yeah, you you get hit in the eye with one of them, but you, ah, you pick them what all was up. That for Ethel <laughs> goes, oh, I th- I thought you were gonna catch it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look too mad at me. You've just got ten platinum. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so we're gonna cut back on over to Joffrey. Are you two going to join Joffrey, or where are you going to go while we cut over to Joffrey? Yeah, I think we'll meet up unless Rivas has other plans. Okay, so the three of you meet up back together in the ballroom. What are you going to do in the ballroom? Hey guys, I didn't find anything. How'd you guys do? I found a stick. <laughs> Ethel just hands Joffrey. 10 platinum and goes, you have enough money to uh, drink your conscience away if it ever starts acting up now. <laughs> T- 10 platinum? She goes, yeah, don't spend it all in one place now. <laughs> if I wasn't aware you were rich. <laughs> You're bloody rich. We, uh, now we're all rich again. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. Okay, is there anything else you want to do in the ballroom? <laughs> Well, I'm going to look around for that darn ring. It's got to be here somewhere. Okay. Well, it's not in the couches, I can tell you that. I don't know why it would be in the couches, Joffrey. Well, if he was was putting it on his finger and it slipped off and he happened to be sitting on the couch. Oh, bless your heart, Jeffrey. I I appreciate you looking. Do we want to look at the conservatory? You're in the conservatory. What's in the conservatory? Can we make, like, an investigation check? Yes, you may. Yeah. Darn conservatory. M- m- <laughs> conservatory. <laughs> Better be worth it after all that. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn conservatives. Those darn conservatives. Don't they understand I'm just redistributing the wealth myself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody else want to roll? I got an eight perception check. That's uh, big words from... Uh, Mrs. Rich over here. <laughs> yeah, that's what Rich I just is, said. Mrs. 1%. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Does anybody else want to roll? Uh, I rolled and I got a six. That is an eight plus three. What a milk toast roll. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we'll say. Uh, the three of you kind of rummage around the room. You're all you're all looking and trying to find the thing that's the thing that's hidden in here, the clues. After maybe two hours of searching in this room very diligently you find some secret steps more secrets oh oh lord (laughs) (laughs) my old heart can't handle this anymore (laughs) if you can see there they're on your map (laughs) yeah let's follow it okay this is interesting so you go down the steps of the conservatory over to the lounge and in the middle there's a door which you open and inside you see a a stick about four feet long with like gnarled roots at the top in this like little like room on the ground. Uh, Does it look like anything Ethel remembers or is this new? Yeah, Ethel would have remembered this. This was a score from one of your missions, but you never had contact with it. This is something that somebody else in your team found. This was like your, your mission was to get this thing. It's, you would know it as the Wand of Orcus. But you never actually physically saw it because you got caught Okay. before you like actually could see it with your own eyes. Ethel just goes, careful with that thing. That's a, that's some sort of magical wand or whatever the heck. I don't know. Just it's, 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 a, it's careful with it, dear. 
<laughs> One more thing to know. Uh, there was like a metal door that you had to open to get into this little room. You had to, it had like a sliding bolt to unlock and a super heavy door. You opened it. You saw that the door across from you to get in from the lounge was already open. Uh, let's go through that unlocked door, maybe. Okay. Are you going to bring the uh, wand with you or just leave it there? Uh, up to Ethel, I think. I think this was a pretty big score back in the Yeah. You should just be careful because I don't really... This was your biggest mission yet, and this is the mission that got you caught and put in jail for life. This is the mission that uh, where Ethel met her uh, met her match. Uh, so do you take the wand, Ethel? Yes, but I throw it in my... Uh, Ethel throws it in her purse so she's not, like, touching it because it kind of feels like a bad omen at the same time, but it's worth money, so she, she ain't leaving it. Okay, so you uh, grab this four-foot wand and you put it in your purse. <laughs> when you touch it, you can you just hear screaming. Sounds like my childhood again. (laughs) 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 When you are physically in contact with it, you just hear like screaming. Okay, now you're going to head up, just continue down the hallway or where do you want to go? I guess Ribus is checking the room and uh, I'll see if there's anything else in this hallway and keep going. There's nothing else in this room. You go through the hallway and you come out in the lounge where there's lots of alcohol, <laughs> lots of empty bottles of alcohol and lots of full and half full bottles of alcohol. Ah, this is where you kept it. <laughs> lots of liquor. Are we ready to like go up the stairs and ex- have we thoroughly explored this floor, do you think, guys? Or Yeah, I think we can move on. Okay. <laughs> it's a matter of we can't be in here too long before we get caught. With that realization, the time you spent uh, going through the conservatory, you have a little bit less time than you would hope. So you maybe have like one or two hours before the authorities uh-huh. arrive, like the sun is starting to rise soon. Oh, shoot. Okay. I, I think we should explore the upstairs a little bit. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so you head up the stairs, and when you get to the top, you see there's just like a loft. It's just like empty. And then the kind of like threshold doorway that you pass through at the top of the stairs the wall like closes and you are you find yourself in like a dark room that's carpeted floor and then four walls that look exactly the same with a lever in the middle and um as the wall slams shut it like goes pitch black and then some magical numbers appear in the air and start counting down from 60 so i'm going to start a timer on my phone okay let's pull the lever Okay, you pull the lever, and the timer uh, goes from 55 and resets to 60. Okay. Can we, like, break out of these doors? Sure, yeah, you can try whatever you'd like. You can make attack rolls or insight rolls or whatever. You are now at uh, 37. How many levers were there? There was one lever, and it reset the timer. You're at 30 seconds. Pull the lever. Okay. (laughs) The timer resets. What did you want to do? Anybody can do anything. Just tell me, like, what you're rolling. Joffrey, do you think you can try and make a strength check somewhere? One of these walls? You want me to punch it? Yeah, punch it. All right. Hit it. Okay, that's, uh... Okay, uh, you punch the wall, roll damage. Pull the lever. Yeah, you're at 30 seconds now. 32, 31... Pull the lever. 30. Okay, that's it goes back to damage. 60. Yeah, how much damage? Six. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, you hit the wall. That's uh, it. it. You can't see any change. Okay. Oh, no. And there's oh, nothing in this room. The, the room is totally empty. 
Yeah, maybe an insight check or something is in order here. Okay, yeah. Pull the lever. Okay. 30. 35. 19 plus 11. Uh, back to 60. Okay, a 30 insight check. What does this timer do? Is it a nat 20 plus 11? No. 19. Okay, nat 19. I'm not going to tell you then. Uh, with a 30 insight check, you can see that the walls aren't perfectly smooth. Every so often, there's like little holes in the walls. Holes in the walls. Okay. Like, yeah, like a little like grill or something. The timer's at 30 seconds. Pull the lever. Okay. Can we like force a dagger into one of the holes and see what's inside? Sure. You can't reach anything with the dagger. Is it like a big hole, like something you could fit through or a tiny hole? Um, Pull the lever. Okay. From 40 back to 60. It's probably like the size, like a little bit bigger than a pencil, this, these holes. And they're kind of just like lining the perimeter of the room. Can I reach into this cloak that I have and see if there's anything? Yeah, you can pull off one of the patches. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull off one of the patches and hope that it gives me something useful. Timer's at uh, 32, pull 31, it. okay. You think your little rat friend could uh, take a look in one of these holes for us? What did you pull off the cloak? Uh, Maybe like uh, clay or something or gunpowder to like stopper the holes with. Okay, sure. 31, 30, 29, 28, 27, Anything happening 26, other than no, it counting? Okay, pull the lever. Okay. What do you think? Uh, is this just a trick and it's and we want it to run down? Because why else would I'm, he... I'm starting to think that might be the case. Why else would he just have this lever here? <laughs> like, it makes uh, no sense. Can I sense. take a short rest while we keep pulling the lever? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, no, we don't no, have No, you don't have time. time for that, actually. we yeah, got to get out of here an hour. We can't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay, again. 28. 27, uh, 26, Second 25, level, 24, cure 23, 22, Pull the lever 21. one more time. Okay. What do y'all say we uh, let the lever run down? So. Uh, I'm very worried about me surviving whatever happens. Is there the a lever... door where we that we could potentially bust down to get out of here? No, all no? the walls look identical. Um, okay. You can roll it on, you can roll a D100 and I'll tell you what you, uh, which patch you remove from the cloak. But yeah. you can also choose to pull off to get a dagger, lantern, steel mirror, 10-foot pole, hemp and rope, or a sack. 22, uh, 21, roll a D100. 20, 19, 18, 17. Pull the lever. Okay. Yeah, roll a D100. Tell me what you get. 61. A 61. You get a potion of healing. Oh, <laughs> I drink it. Okay. Uh... You can pull a window out of the cloak. <laughs> 15 points of healing further. Nice. How how good is everyone else on hit points? Ethel still has not taken any damage. So. 24, right. 23, uh -huh. 22, 21, Should I 20, pull 19, Another patch 18, off before we let this thing wind down. Pull a lever. Okay. Ethel's going to try to hide to be prepared for whatever comes. Uh, roll to hide with disadvantage. Yeah, there's nothing to hide, isn't there? <laughs> the room is totally empty. Yeah, can or, can I, like, put myself in a corner uh, away from the holes? Yes, you may do that. Yeah, let's stand at different parts of the room, so if it does end up being something bad, it will only kill one of us instead of all three. 
well, you're welcome to tell me I can't hide, but I got a 23 with my plus 13. <laughs> um, yeah, you can, you can like, okay, you are like pressed against the wall. You're hidden if anybody were to look. I think Ethel like somehow 12, climbs up and is like 11, in the rafters, 10, like spread out. Nine, eight, are we ready? Seven, six, yep. five, four, three, uh, two, one, zero. You're dead. <laughs> Oh, gross. That's a gross timer <laughs> sound. Should have been more dramatic. Caden, <laughs> put something more dramatic in there. <laughs> and the wall opens back up. <sighs> nice. I'm Hector, always nice. playing uh, games it, with him. me even in death. That's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had a great time with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we go back down the stairs. Okay, uh, yeah. Is there any other room you want to check out before you go? How much time waste on that? <laughs> I don't know, a few but you minutes only have at least. a little bit Ten left. Ten minutes, maybe? Okay, what what have we not looked at? There was the observatory where we didn't find anything. Conservatory, sorry. No, you found the thing in the conservatory. Uh, it was just the passage. We haven't looked at the kitchen yet. I where can, was the I can where we tell spent? you where you're missing things. If, yeah. you, if somebody can roll higher insight or investigation, I'll say, then I'll tell you where there are things you have not found. I'll roll insight. <laughs> Nat 3, but plus 11, so 14. Okay. Nice. Then I'll give you one thing. Uh, there is something else in the billiard room. Okay, let's let's go to the billiard room. Wait, first, uh, in the ballroom, are there any billiards in the ballroom? <laughs> uh, there's a couple, but they shouldn't be there. <laughs> okay, let, let's bring those with us. Put them back where they go. Wow, such good citizens. <laughs> Does someone want to investigate billiards? So here in the billiard room, you can roll Arcana or history, or just investigation perception? Uh, I'll roll history. Okay. 18 history. Okay, you see that that little, like, case of pool cues? Uh, you took the third one, but you uh -huh. now recognize the fourth one as, uh, like, something you've seen before in, like, a textbook somewhere. Oh, I go over and touch it. Uh, okay. You touch like, it. Like, hold it. Yeah. Point it at the billiards and, like, jab it at the billiards, maybe? Okay, well, now let me see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so this is what happens. You point the staff at one of the billiard balls, and you hear, like, an audible, like, click, as if something's being unlocked, and then the billiard ball just explodes. Okay. Yep, that's uh, what happens. <laughs> can I, where was, where did the click come from? Uh, from the billiard ball. <laughs> You the billiard uh, ball unlocked? Yes, you unlocked it with the staff. Is there anything inside the billiard ball? Nope, <laughs> there's not. Okay, I want to unlock and not attack the other balls, particularly the Q ball and the 8 ball, because uh, those are okay. special. Yep, you try to unlock one of those two balls, we'll say the 8 ball, and it does the same thing and explodes, and then when you try to do it with the Q ball, uh, nothing happens. It just kind of like fizzles. Can, can, can I like tap it again? Uh, sure, but I'm going to roll again for what happens. <laughs> okay. It's a terrible idea, but... Uh, choose some dimensions, like wide and tall. Short and wide. Uh, the cue ball that you are trying to, I don't know, do something. <laughs> a uh, passage appears uh, that is uh, short and wide. <laughs> Okay, um, let, let's go in the short and wide passage. Roll through it. 
horizontally. Yeah, okay, so you go through the passage. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I, I roll through it. So, like, horizontally. Okay. Oh, did you find my ring in there? Maybe. <laughs> okay, uh, you roll your way through it, and you find yourself in the ballroom. In the ballroom? Yes. This man and his Is there footballs. anything in the ballroom that I can point this cue stick at? Yeah, whatever you want. The, in the ballroom, there's like the couch, the fireplace, bowling balls, sports balls. Uh, I'm going to point the cue ball at the fireplace, the cue stick at the fireplace. Okay. This is interesting. So um, give me an arcana roll. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. So you point it at the fireplace and nothing happens. <laughs> Does anybody um, else want to do something, or are we just uh, watching Rivas <laughs> point around the stick? I think I'm going to take out that the wand that had all the screaming voices. Okay, uh, it does not have a lot of screaming voices, it just has two. And then I'm like, all right, make yourself useful and help me find this stupid ring. <laughs> <laughs> I I just made this really complicated for myself. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ribus is is walking towards the kitchen going, I hope things don't get parcheesy in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what this one does. Oh, I, no. This is a lot of fun. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, where are you pointing the wand? I think Ethel just pulled it out of the person, was holding it straight out of in front wherever she was. So like pointed towards library-ish. Okay, here's what happens. So you point it towards the library and you see like a wave of energy comes out from the wand and goes towards the library and it like everything that it hits. So all you can see is the wall. And if the door is open, you can see like the next wall kind of just like wither and crumble a little bit. Um, okay. It now looks unstable. Just gonna put that back in there. <laughs> the house is more creaky now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else anyone wants to do? I'm just pointing this cue stick at random things in the kitchen, like the blender, the toaster, the fridge. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'll just roll it. Oh, wait, in the kitchen or in the ballroom? In the kitchen? In the kitchen. Okay. How close are we on time? The sun is up now. Okay, I'm, oh. I I grab Joffrey and I go, look, this ring <laughs> gives us one wish each. You know the wish spell? What? It's pretty <laughs> darn good. Well, you could have bloody told us that. And so if we can find it, we want to. But also, we should get out with the money rather than getting arrested. I don't want to go back to prison. <laughs> I can't go back, Jeffrey. You got to understand. <laughs> so uh, while this conversation is happening between Ethel and Jeffrey, uh, the camera kind of pans down the hall to where Ribus has just conjured an elemental. Oh, is the elemental friendly towards me? Uh, we're about to find out. It's going to be a uh, fire elemental. Oh, lovely. It emerges from a... So you point it at the stove, and the stove, like, ignites, and a fire elemental comes out. Yes, and it is friendly to you. <laughs> yeah! The fire elemental comes out like the genie from Aladdin and is like, Hey, how can I help <laughs> okay. you? What's up? <laughs> uh, I say, do you, in Infernal, do you speak any Infernal? Yeah, yeah, I do. What do, what do you need? I really expected your voice to sound a lot cooler, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, the two of you would have heard like a loud like roaring and crash from the Okay, from the I'm going to take a minute and cast Commune. Okay. And I say... Uh, well, you can just talk to it. What are you, what are you communing with? 
Uh, my deity or a divine oh, proxy. Okay. Yes, go for it. Let me get my best deity voice. <laughs> I cast commune and I say, is the ring in the top half of the clue board? It, like in the north half of the house? No. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> okay, is the ring in the left ha- in the west half of the house? No. <laughs> is the ring in the kitchen? No. <laughs> That's all. Thank you for your time. <laughs> your minutes are up. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to purchase more, <laughs> visit my page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who, who wants to? So first, before what, what any of that, right? Is as you that finish, you with, yeah, given that you're that. not a fan of religion. What deity was that? Oh, it's um my ancestor. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna leave <laughs> nice. it vague. Yeah, that's fun. So right at that moment, you get these answers. What did you say? Where did you narrow it down to? It had to be the dining room or ballroom, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's dining room or ballroom. And we've been in the ballroom a lot. I'm guessing it's the dining room. Right at that moment, you hear a very loud creak. Okay, uh, let's hide. Let's sneak around. Look for this thing. Time to go. Go, uh, no, 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 mode. stealth, stealth. Not goblin know, mode. Okay, everybody, yeah, everybody be. give me a stealth roll. I have a disadvantage <laughs> on stealth. Yes, you do. 21. <laughs> nice. Nine plus thirteen. Twenty-two. Hang it. Uh, yep, twenty-two. I got an eight. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I just rolled a two, a three, and a five. Yeah. Um, you hear you hear a voice say, "Wow, it's a mess in here. Looks like nobody's <laughs> been in here for a long time." <laughs> uh, yeah. What else do you want to do? <laughs> Okay, we let's search the dining room and the ballroom. Okay, how do you want to do that? <laughs> you can keep pulling uh, your staff and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like waving my staff around. I'm going to go to the dining room. Do you want your elemental to do anything? Uh, yeah, I say to the elemental, like, search the kitchen, make sure there's nothing we missed in there. I just kind of want to keep it in there. Okay, the elemental finds nothing in the kitchen. And what else did you say you point the staff at? Anything in the dining room that looks suspiciously at me. Okay. Uh, nothing happens when you point the staff around in the dining room. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Anybody else doing anything? Geoffrey or Ethel? I Where think are Ethel you went to the dining room because we've been in the ballroom for so long, I feel like. Okay. But nobody's finding anything, so I guess I'll do one last perception roll before we call it good in here. In the dining room or in the ballroom? In the dining room. Okay, cool. Uh, that one. Okay. Gosh darn it. Yeah, you know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> uh, Joffrey, anything you want to do and which I, room? I don't think so. I think... Uh, uh, I would say check the ballroom at least. Cause we... I already checked the ballroom. Oh, okay, you're right. Joffrey, if you would like to try to escape now, I will let you not have disadvantage on your next stealth roll. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Or actually, I'll just give you advantage. You can just have advantage on the stealth oh. roll. Uh, since you are taking <clears throat> like two turns to escape, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you now hear from across the room, wait a minute, look at these footprints. 
what's what's all this in the conservatory? That looks like fresh blood on the ground. <laughs> I think there's someone in here. Uh, I yeah, I point the the cue at the fridge. Maybe if I don't find anything in the dining room, or like open the fridge, trying to look for. So you point the cue at the fridge, mm-hmm. and you hear. Whoa, is that a fire elemental? And right at that moment, you um, a bolt of lightning comes out of the staff and hits the fridge for 8d6 damage. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge short circuits. Okay, so uh, the fridge explodes and you blow a hole in the wall. So uh, you can now like jump out of the wall into the gardens. <laughs> yeah, so you hear, is that a fire elemental? And then there's just a mass of like, thunder <laughs> inside the oh house gosh. um yep that's where you are now okay uh i'm going to dimension door okay into i don't know the ballroom okay and i'm gonna like check like under the carpet maybe or okay uh just give me a perception roll uh joffrey you are escaping give me a stealth roll with, with advantage. advantage, yep. Nat 20 for 25 <laughs> perception. Beautiful. Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll circle around. Oh, I need that advantage. <clears throat> oh, not much better. Uh, I got an 11. Okay, you are sneaking your way out, and as you're sneaking oh, your way no. out, you make contact with, like, one of the state people, like a state constable. I don't even know what a constable is. Hold on. What's it's a constable? Like a British police officer. Okay, thought. yeah, you make eye contact with, like, We'll say somebody from like a funeral home and you like make eye contact with them and then you like run out the door. Ethel, what are you doing? Well, does Ethel know that they saw that? I, Ethel yes, would... Ethel would have heard. Unless you want to roll for hearing. <laughs> roll for hearing impa- impairedness. <laughs> <laughs> roll for hearing impairedness. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what a five means. Is that good or bad? Uh, your hearing is bad. So you did not hear them uh, that they found that you're here. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, Ethel is But not... you did hear the, the thunder, and so you could probably assume that yeah. they know you're in here. I think Ethel is going to one last time try to look, and then and then the hole that just blew into the gardens, Ethel's going to run out of that after this one last roll here. Okay. Net 20. Which room are you in? I'm in the dining room still. All okay. Right. Um, you, in the dining room, you find... So in the dining room, you now know for sure that the Ring of Three Wishes is not in here. But you, uh, as you're like looking around, you see that a the Defender Greatsword is just kind of like hanging on the wall. So you take it off the wall. That wasn't something you stole, but that's something that like one of the teams, you know, that's something else that he's like picked up in his travels. You just like take it off the wall and you run. So you okay. can add a, the, a, defender, a Defender weapon to your inventory. Sweet. And now Ekanem, with a nat 20, you're like looking under the carpet and you like lift the carpet up. And when you put it down, you see that it blows away like some of the ash from the fireplace. And you see glimmering there in the ashes is a ring of three wishes with one wish expended. Okay. I grab it and dimension door out the like through the window. Okay. Lovely. Joffrey was spotted. Full on spotted running out the door. Bribus dimension doors into the ballroom finds the Ring of Three Wishes, then Dimension Door is out of the house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 400 feet away. And mm-hmm. then Ethel uh, is in the dining room, looks around, grabs a sword off the wall, and then runs out like the hole in the bricks that Fribus created. 
we're going to roll one more time to see if this person can catch Joffrey. Uh, and they cannot. Does Joffrey have any of the loot on him? Joffrey, do you have anything? I don't think um, so. I don't think so. The Defender Greatsword was for Joffrey, if you <laughs> wanted to give it to Joffrey. Okay. <laughs> have I caught up with Joffrey? Yeah, so we'll say now the tension is gone. You've you've escaped. You're in broad daylight now, walking down the road with Vribus oh, has like... I don't know that Vribus joins up with them. Vribus oh, tries okay. to lose them. Yeah, Vribus uh, makes their way back to the ship and has like the six like soil coats and the robe of useful items. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joffrey and Ethel are walking together down the road, two little goblins, right? You're yeah. both goblins? I give, <laughs> I give Joffrey the sword. I go, I think this will work better for you than it would for me. Joffrey is oh, now f- dual wielding great freaks. swords. Yeah, so add a defender great sword to your Oof. inventory. All right. Uh, yeah, so Joffrey and Ethel, you are just walking down in broad daylight. It's like eight o'clock in the morning now. I think I go, all right, we need to... Given your brush with them, I think we need to be a little bit more stealthy than we currently are. And I go, uh, don't worry, I, I've i learned a few tricks along my day. I'm not, I'm no magic person like that dang bugbear who thinks he's so cool. <laughs> but uh, I have learned a few tricks and I just, I put my hand on Joffrey's shoulder, make him invisible. And then I use disguise self to make mm. myself look like a different person. Beautiful. Nice. Okay, so Joffrey's invisible. Uh, and you walk your way back towards the ship? Yeah. Okay. And I look like a halfling, I guess. Something around the same size, but uh-huh. different. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're now all back together, maybe? If you're all there? Yeah, yeah uh, on the ship. This is, uh, you have ended your escapade. Is there anything you want to do with your items or spoils? Uh, I want to deceive them and let them know that uh, tragically, I was unable to find the ring before leaving. Okay. Dang, I was going to say we end uh, with each making a wish. Deception. <laughs> I'm going to make you roll deception because uh, because 14. it is important to Ethel. Okay. Uh, Wait, was that an. Uh, what's your passive yeah, insight, that was Ethel? One. <laughs> okay, for deception? Yeah. Like, oh, darn it. Uh, if only we could have found the ring. It's tragic that we were unable to find it and we just couldn't do it don't mess with me girl (laughs) the entire point of this was to find that ring (laughs) so okay 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 i hand the ring over okay uh ethel you see that it only has two charges left Ooh. well i was gonna say we each get one wish but i see somebody has used one was that you have you already gotten your wish all right well how do we want to divvy this up I, I say we each and um, get uh, we uh, figure out. Maybe we draw star- straws to figure out who doesn't get get the wish. Uh, well, hmm. Maybe we think of a wish that um, a couple wishes that benefit all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ray. <laughs> so proud of that guy. <laughs> well, can we like wish for like? Crazy things like immortality, or yes. <laughs> oh well, wow, this is big. Um, <laughs> I wish. Oh, oh, can I take my wait, wish? Oh, wait, wait, guys, I wish I that Scar will become a god. Uh, uh, no, I, I make a wish. <laughs> yes, yes. I was literally gonna say. Okay, yeah. It's, I undo uh, a single recent event by forcing a reroll of any roll made within the last round, including my last turn. Can okay. I reroll my deception check? <laughs> <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> 
Okay, we're gonna let we're gonna let Joffrey cast uh, his wish first, and then. But if I do it, then the wish, then the ring will be useless, right? Yes. Ethel has taken it, and it okay. sounds like Joffrey is holding it. So I think Joffrey gets his wish, and then yeah, <laughs> I, I think gets Eth- their Ethel wish. or uh, I think Rybus is launching. Uh, themselves towards Ethel to grab the ring. It sounds like from our discussion, it sounds like Joffrey ended up with it somehow. (laughs) Joffrey, I think Ethel's like, Joffrey, we don't have to be under the thumb of these dumb adventures. You could wish for this to be our ship. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) I like those guys. Uh, Don't you think it would be a good idea if we like Gave all of them immortality or something <laughs> crazy, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> you know, or like, and it's like a, a, a weapon that like demolishes everything. <laughs> it makes every encounter, future encounter, super easy. Ethel <laughs> just grabs Joffrey's face and goes, "You look out for only yourself and your crew." We are now a crew. Don't worry about those adventures. Well, I don't know. I, to be honest, I kind of feel like a side character in this whole thing. <laughs> and uh, the main characters are kind of, you know, and I like that Scar guy. You know, I really want to uh, give him something special. <laughs> Ethel just looks at Joffrey and goes, Joffrey, today you become the main character. <laughs> oh. Yeah, can Joffrey wish to join the party? <laughs> yes, 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 they can. Campaign. I don't know if I want to do that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I will 100% allow that. Oh, God. Okay, well, well, I, you know, I come from a pretty humble background. Can I sleight of hand and steal the ring out of their hands? <laughs> can yes, I yes, you may. Try no. to stop this. This is, this is too yeah, much. Everybody, all three well, of you, no, roll no, sleight no, of hand no, checks. No, just wait. 14. Okay. Uh, I Someone have a plus to 13 to slide a hand, so if that's what I'm rolling Joffrey, for. Joffrey, if, if you can say your wish. <laughs> no, it's... I'm not trying to steal from Joffrey. I'm just trying to stop Brybrin from taking Oh, okay. Then no, you, you don't need have to roll. roll. Per- I, you need to roll a perception check or something, because I rolled a 14... St- uh, yeah, what did you roll? Slide of hand. I don't remember what it was without the modifier. Uh, but I have a plus 13, so it was like well in the 20s for slide of hand. Okay. okay well, so with those slide of hands, seven? then... Uh, Right I think the ring just gets passed around or something. Yeah, we'll go with that. Bribus right steals the ring, then uh, ends up back Ethel also I steals the ring. <laughs> and then uh, Joffrey's holding there like as if he still has the ring in his hand. Bribus <laughs> so, just glares at Ethel. Do we just roll like a, a little bit? I have a fudge dice. I have D3s. I could roll to see who, who has it. I'm just going to let this play out. Do whatever you'd like. I'll, well, we'll say that right. Ethel has it right now. Okay. And then I'm just, I'm not going to say anything else. Ethel. I'll let it play out among the three of you. <laughs> Ethel, I really like what you said. The truth is I've come from a humble background, right? You you both know that. And yeah, that the sound of being a, the main character sounds kind of nice, not going to lie. Um, so um, I, I just want the ring in my hands for the, for one action. I, I have so many spells that I spell slots I haven't yeah, used. That's why I'm keeping it away from you. So um what do you think if I wish to be like like um I don't know, to get promoted on the ship? You think bigger, man <laughs> <laughs> Oh You could uh, pre- like you could pretty much make yourself a god with this thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, um okay. 
the second of Caden's characters in this world to become a deity. This is what happened when the the crown disappeared from the one person. It was just this. Oh, I would love that. This is just, so uh, how does it work? I just say, I wish to become a god. Okay, oh right God, at that moment, no. right at that moment, <laughs> you look down and you are holding um, half of Helia's crown. Oh, my oh. God. No. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Well, what the frick is this? <laughs> would, would we know what that is at all? Uh, maybe not. I Probably not. <laughs> It's up to you to decide. I feel like the party has been pretty tight-lipped, even with the crew. It's just yeah, more that's like, my assumption as let's well. sail here, let's sail here. We're trying to save the world. The party didn't know about the ritual anyway before this. Ethel, I think, <laughs> at this point, is going to try to grab the rings. And uh, no, before no, 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 no. So I, I think we, we need, need to roll. roll initiative. That's what I was about okay, to say. Okay, yeah, roll initiative. Roll. <laughs> oh, seven. I rolled the 12th. So it's your wish. <laughs> Dang it. What? What is it? You have to make it quick within within yeah. the yeah, around, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. God, this One, is going to screw the party over. Two. I wish this damn boat was ours. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so Joffrey is holding uh, half of Helia's crown. You'd stolen the half from Scar. Okay, and that's where we'll end. <laughs> no! I had a plane ship spell ready as soon as I got my hands on oh, that Oh, that's ring. amazing. <laughs> Why do we insist on making the most game-breaking things in our one-shots? We're going to put another disclaimer in our next episode to, yeah. to watch the one-shot. Yeah. Again, our one-shots are canonical and very important, it seems. <laughs> we really like putting the most game-changing things in our one-shot. <laughs> what will the main party do now that they no longer own the ship? Make sure to tune in next time to see where these insane developments take our main crew. Our DM was Ethan Despain. Our editor was me, Caden Haywood. Our short was made by Seth Prestwich. And our theme song was written by Ethan Despain with assistance from Bo Wright. We will see you all in two weeks. Pushes the object into the billiard balls. You'll never believe what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Three wacky things that this one pool cue can do. <laughs> Number two will surprise you. <laughs> Wizards hate this. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast hates this, this one, one weird, weird trick. trick. <laughs>